am looking for a passionate yet permanent romance within the guidelines of safe dating practices. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. Yes. <laughs> I called the police. Your dad is masturbating. Where exactly in the Bible does it say a man can't fire off some knuckle children? Gan Elliot. Hello, Jerry. The nitty gritty dirt man. I'm like, I didn't even know they were still a alive, let alone together. Taste the biscuit. I like my donut filled. Oh my. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Yes, good morning. Here we are on a Tuesday. Might have some severe weather moving in, boys. Oh, today the day. Today, today the and tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Well, when, this weekend, what, 70? Uh, well, today, 69. Wow. So severe weather like tornadoes? Uh, Heavy thunderstorms, very high winds, hail. Oh, I can handle that. Yeah. As long as it's not snow. Yes, I think, uh, well, knock on wood, we've turned the corner. Spring right around the Oh, no, corner. there's one more blast. Yeah, there Th- probably, but it, you know, it, you don't mind it in March. No, the third winter has yet to come in the whole scheme of Ohio weather. <laughs> we'll have fake spring and then another third winter and then true spring. That's the way it works. But it doesn't last. No, 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 no. It's, ah, it's supposed to be 70 in the beginning of March. It's quick. Hmm. Yeah, when's the first? What, Friday? Friday. Yeah. Let's do it. And we got a busy March stacked up. We got Rich, our producer, back, fresh off his cruise. He looked not, oh, his complexion looked beautiful. Rich, the, uh, yeah, you got a little color there. And uh, the food, not that good, huh? It was not that good on this one. I was not a fan of the food. They have a pizza place? No. Oh. Most of them have 24 hour pizza. They had pizza at the buffet. Most days, but, but that, the buffet closed at nine, and it the wasn't pizza good. buffet stinks. Yeah, because they're just trying to throw out any slob of crap. Yeah, it's like CC's. It was not good. unless I they're a sponsor. The and you never get up early for the breakfast, right? Did you make the breakfast a couple times? But yeah. no, we we slept in. We we it's went like, pretty hard. It's like when you sleep at the Hampton. It's just like a cruise. It is. It's a continental yeah. breakfast. It's, you roll down at ten. It's over. Yep. That's for the early, that's for the business class. <laughs> Went to the main dining hall for breakfast a couple times where they cook it for you fresh. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Have a tomato juice. And breakfast, they can't out. blow that, right? You would think. Oh, no. Oh, oh eggs like not good. Yeah. Um, powdery. Well. Cold. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, they're all stuck together and cold. Yeah. Cold yeah. eggs. Get a clump of scrambled. Got to put a little hot sauce on that. <laughs> um, puts hot sauce anything. It makes it taste better. Yep. And wash it down with alcohol. That's pretty much what you're doing by 11 a.m. <laughs> so were you drinking the minute you got up until you went to bed? Pretty much, Okay, yeah. good I for you. No beer, but everything else. And bedtime was early, right? It was an old cruise? Yeah, I mean, there were young people on there, but it was like they didn't have activities, so... They shut everything down at 10 p.m. <laughs> he said the guy shut the karaoke down at 10, uh, yeah, at 11 p.m. because he had to be up at seven. It's like, well, I'm <laughs> on vacation, Slabby. What? This is your job to yes. make my vacation. That's not my your your work schedule yeah. is not my concern. My wife wants to sing and drink more. <clears throat> right? No nightclub. Usually, no night there's a nightclub on, on there for the young people. There was no nightclub on this What cruise line, ship. can it I was ask? Norwegian. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I've done two on Norwegian. I'm not a fan. <clears throat> well, it's free, so. Yeah, was this an adults only or were, were kids on it? 
I did not have my. There, there were only like a handful of kids on. Okay, it. nice. There was a glow party one night. That was a good time. We all <clears> stayed <throat> out till eleven thirty p.m. like crazy people. Eleven thirty. How did you do it? I don't know, but there was a nice little thruple situation next to me. I had fun watching so, that. Norwegian is kind of the seniors, huh? Yeah, kind of an uh, older driven cruise. What's your favorite cruise line? Carnival. Carnival. Yeah. yeah. Yep, Carnival. They go crazy from the minute you walk on the boat. Right, right. Well, so I I don't like the crazy party stuff, but for example, normally by the pool they play music and you can people will get up and dance or whatever. They play like Musak at the pool. It was like quiet whispering. We should have solved that by now. Music. <laughs> Quiet, whispering. How were the islands when you got off the boat? It was beautiful. We had was great it? weather. It was low 80s. Oh, you, perfect. You sailed out of uh, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa sucks. So what island, what do they hit? They go across to Mexico or they yeah, go around? we did uh, Costa Maya, Mexico, Belize, Honduras, and then Cozumel, Mexico. Oh, see there. Well, nice. welcome back. Thank you. We uh, we were done with stress. <laughs> stress he was, was done, done with, with us. us. Thank yes, you. I think he was done with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got him permanent. The people of Honduras found out I had cell phone service, and they wanted to keep me forever. Mm. It was a uh, that is a small, poor yeah, island. Right, right. Uh-huh. Well, they're all see. here now. So <laughs> <laughs> what are you worried about? Did you bring a couple home with you? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> take their checks. Take their ten grand check. It was, um, my wife went and held sloths and monkeys in Honduras, so we did that, and then we had a tour guide. Do you want to touch my monkey? And, uh, our tour guide was telling us how excited they were to get a Wendy's. It was the big thing coming to the island. Oh, they going to get their first Wendy's. Gotcha. How about that? Wendy's. How yeah. about there that? you go. Baconators for Honduras. There you go. Well, a lot going on here. See, we got Sleepy Joe on today, huh? Yes. I like it. A little like it. President Biden comes 740. Yeah, yeah, I see we got right. Brett Michaels, Party Gras tickets 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the new way we're giving away tickets from now on, no matter what we do, even if we do questions or listen to three songs backwards, whatever it is, you have to tell us what prize you're winning, and it's not working out well for the listeners. Because they just don't know what they're winning. And we tell them, but they're not listening. They don't respond well to browbeating, I guess. What do you mean, Browie? (laughs) How about this? You call for prizes, you should know what you're winning, correct? Well, sure. You're taking it away from people who want to win that prize. Yeah, that's always been the uh, the case over the years. People Not have anymore. no idea why they call. Not they anymore. They just hear call. Yep. Just hear call. We, we did it today with the Phil Rosenthal tickets through the text line, and no one could follow along. Well, then I guess they don't get the tickets. Exactly. Well, we'll give away two pair tomorrow for people who are listening. That's what we'll do. Got to listen, Not just man. listening. Pay attention. Well, because if I'm out there and I'm listening for I really want to go to Brett Michaels' party, right? And I'm listening and I'm listening and someone calls to win and then they go, what did I win? Well, that sucks for the people who really want to go see Brett Michaels, isn't it? So you're fighting for the diehard is what you do. Yeah, I'm fighting for the people who actually want to go to the show. Not the casual prize people. I win everybody. The prize pigs, as we call them. The PPs. We should get bad, like we should get like a box of stale Cracker Jacks for the people who call in and we give them 
something not fun. We can't give away food. Unless we can do it electronically, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do food, I don't think. No more coming in to pick up your prizes either. Boy, that was a big thing back in the day. All the prize people. Oh, they don't come here anymore? That was like, no, no, no. Everything's done. Email. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you go. So we'll do that. We'll do that a little later today. And a little Michael Evans replay next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home. Locally owned, headquartered, and staff for nearly 75 years. SearsHeatingandCooling.com. Well, we got clouds today. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 69. Showers and thunderstorms tonight. Going to be breezy. Uh, temp's going to hold steady. Uh, get down to about 64. Showers and thunderstorms again for Wednesday and a high 60. It is 58 right now. So, yeah, we're not even to the end of February. We're getting close. Uh, we're already experiencing weather that usually hits in late March, early April. So because of the potential of strong storms and high winds through tomorrow, AEP is preparing crews just in case things go a little sideways. A few storms may become strong to severe gusty winds and isolated pockets of moderate to large hail. Now, before severe weather, they always suggest you have a safety plan and prep and a severe weather kit just in case. So during the pandemic, food prices went through the roof. And now the government is worried about a $24.6 billion merger, uh, merger rather between Kroger and Albertsons, which could make things even worse. So now the Biden administration, they are taking legal action to prevent this merger from happening. Government says that if Kroger and Albertsons merge, that would eliminate pretty much all the competition between them. And it was result in them charging way more for groceries and household items. They say along with possible price gouging, it could also mean fewer choices for grocery shopping, along with lower quality products and services. Kroger taking over, ma'am. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, they don't want this merger to happen. $24.6 billion merger. Wendy's is planning to follow the road paved by Uber and Lyft by testing out surge pricing. You know what this is? This is charging higher prices at times when burger demand is at the highest. So the plan, they say, won't go into effect until 2025. Could see the price, let's say, of a Dave's single go up by a buck during the lunch rush and then cut back uh, between lunch and dinner. Since the prices will change constantly, all menu boards would be dynamic and digital, making it to change at a moment's notice. And Delta is now offering an additional solar eclipse flight after the first one sold out in less than 24 hours. The airline offered up a flight that would give passengers the full view of the eclipse. So the new flight is on April the 8th. It's going to leave from Austin around 1230 local time. Travel along the path of totality of the eclipse to arrive in Detroit at 420 in the afternoon. Uh, Second flight was scheduled to be a larger aircraft so more customers could take part. QFN 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic accident-free this first go-round on your Tuesday. And that's QFN 96 traffic. All right, here we go. Hot five time. Cut number one. Uh, I'm sure you missed it, but if you did, we'll help you out here. It's Dr. Phil takes on Whoopi and The View. (laughs) Remember, we know a lot of folks who died during this so it wasn't people weren't laying Uh, around bond, but well you know what we're lucky maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the 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 places that they could be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue are you saying no school children died of covid i'm saying it was the safest group they were the less vulnerable group and they suffered and will suffer more 
from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Yep, that. <laughs> they didn't like. They did yeah. not like to hear that. In fact, he was going to expand on something. Whoopi says, "I wish we had more time, but we got to go to commercial." She does that to everybody. Yeah, she does that. Yeah. yeah. When it doesn't, yeah. when the narrative doesn't go their way, time to cut it short. Yikes! All right, clip number two: Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie all back as judges on the new season of American Idol. And boy, did they get a surprise on one of the auditions. Mm, how are you? Hi. This is a dream. This is so <laughs> Good. Cool. Yeah. Tell us who you are. Uh, my name is Emmy Russell. Well, you have to what? turn you up some more there. Whoa. Emily Russell? Emmy. Emmy Russell. Emmy. Emmy. Uh-huh. And where are you from? I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. So tell us about yourself. Yeah. Um, growing Other than up- being quiet. Oh, well, growing up, I have sang music my entire life. So I just love writing. Um, I'm 24 years old. Okay. And uh, yeah, songwriter. I love music. Where do you, uh, where do you sing? I don't really sing out as much anymore, but growing up, I sang on the road with my, my grandma's a country singer, so I kind of grew up like singing. Who sing, was your grandma? Uh, Loretta Lynn. Oh, well. Your grandma is <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I took a trip around the world to hold the hands of orphan girls. Saw the war, felt the pain in miracles in his name, but I just want to be. I just want to be skinny. Skinny. <laughs> she sounds like every 20-year-old she singer. She does. There's, a I, there's that certain of yeah. That sound out it's right now. It's kind of that that kind of whiny uh, yeah, millennial yeah. turd type so thing. So that's a no for you, Christy. That's I take it. it. She's good, but she sounds like every no. single 22-year-old, 24-year-old that they have auditioned. I'm with. voting yes. And she made it through to Hollywood, I guess, because they're not going to let her go, right? They can promote that for Forever. at least a few weeks. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? She goes all the way. Who knows? Cut number three, Ch- Childress Racing's Andy Petrie on the Dale Jr. podcast talking about the whole Dale Earnhardt <laughs> Sr. Jeff Gordon rivalry. Not being what you thought we shared a lot of things back then as a matter of fact we were really almost like teammates people didn't know that even during the, all of that rivalry period not all three years 93 94 95 ray and i talked every monday morning and he and we i would do the post no kidding post notes for my race that weekend holy him everything cow. we had in the car he told me everything everything his, everything we shared everything. Nobody knew that. Now Richard, I'm going to have to get a lie detector. But Rich, but I'll go talk to Ray. <laughs> oh, talk wow. To Ray. He'll, okay, he'll, wow. He'll back it up now. I think if Rick Hendrick and Richard Childress had known this, it would probably fire both of them. Wow. We had to, we had radios, channels. We had our own channel. We talked during the race. Uh-huh. Little shake and bake. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. NASCAR. What's going on with NASCAR these days? I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, Aaron Andrew, uh, Andrews does a podcast with Carissa Thompson called Calm Down. Here she is answering uh, on the heels of, uh, almost spilled my coffee there, <laughs> on the heels of Nikki Haley crying during her uh, speech last week, a listener wrote in, emailed Aaron Andrews and asked if she's ever cried at work. I was an intern. No, I wasn't an intern. I was working kind of freelance for an Orlando station and they wanted sound Orlando. from the Bucks locker room and a particular 
player was so nasty to me. Mm -hmm. Um, He physically turned his back away from me in the middle of his scrum. He also told me to go back, rehearse my question, and come back when I was ready. I was mortified. I was 19, 20 years old. Um, I had practiced. I did slip up a little bit. I, like, stumbled. He knew it. He knew I was young. I instantly started having tears come down my face, and two players in particular— Derek Brooks and John Lynch saw it, pulled me over, and said, what do you need? Aha. Bully. What a bully. Good cop, bad cop there. Good on Derek Brooks and Lynch. You know what, though? It's, I'll kind of defend the struggling. I bet you the guy was struggling. I bet you he had a bad game and wanted to take it out on someone and she, not saying it's right, I'm just saying she she was the closest person right there. The person. And a lot of times when you cover a team, and she probably didn't know because she was national, there's certain guys you just talk to and certain guys you don't because that's just how they are. Okay. You know, so I bet you she talked to the wrong guy and he was just probably waiting to take it out on someone. I think it's a douchey move. I know athletes who do that, and it's a complete douchey move. Yeah, where they try to intimidate. Yeah, well, they nineteen-year-old girl in the locker room. What the hell? They're so rude, you know. And it would have been a nineteen-year-old girl or a twenty-two-year-old guy from a sports radio station. It doesn't matter. They just, they just don't want you to talk to them and feel they're above talking about a losing streak or whatever. And so you kind of know when you cover a team. All right, I could talk to this guy, this guy, this guy, especially in football. Sure, sure, sure. It's usually the offensive lineman. <laughs> I mean, that's who you go to, and then the other guys can be a holes. And this person, Baker Mayfield. Yes. No, I'm kidding. Have you yeah, ever Jeff. cried at work? I don't think I've ever cried here at the queue. You've made me cry, James. Although so. Joe Show, he made you cry. <laughs> she always says that, but I don't recall the morning. <laughs> it was off the air, but yeah. But again, I was a woman going through the change, and until I got, you know, medicated, yeah, you were then crying things. Crying a lot there. Well, this, well, yeah. Was this pre me? <laughs> was having hot flashes. And, D- yes. Yes, and you were never good around that time of month either. <laughs> Twenty years of that. Ooh. <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about that anymore, Jerry. Used to ring the alarm when you'd walk in the door. And, it's Christie's week. Go easy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys don't get that benefit of a doubt. No. Yes. Cut number five. Did you see who was on Seth Meyers last Mm. night? President Mm. Biden. And he actually completed a sentence. Now, can you, I have you on the hotspot here. Can you confirm or deny that there is an active conspiracy between you and Ms. Swift? Where are you getting this information? (laughs) It's classified. It's classified information? It's classified information. You won't share it with us? But I will tell you, she did endorse me in 2020. She did. I bet you might, you might be wondering, might be wondering, is it, you think it might come around again? I told you it's classified. <laughs> nice little oh. scripted piece there. Yeah, totally. Totally All right. scripted. All right, Mr. President, your line is... Seth, Look over at this classified. monitor just in case. Yes, it's classified. No matter what he asks you, just say it's classified. I saw a clip yesterday of Craig Ferguson, and, you know, he hasn't been on for how long now? Yeah. He was the most underrated late-night talk show agree boy was he good he is funny this clip was yes was it him and robin williams he was uh no that's famous clip though he would get attractive women on and it was hilarious yeah there was a ferguson uh, yeah an actress and i didn't know who she was she was in deadpool i guess and he's got a pipe going he was he it was good he's quick yeah he's quick very very witty yep
And that is your Hot 5. Yes. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic, injury, accident, blocking. This is Lane Avenue, right under 315. Police are on the scene. Avoid the area if you can. Traffic is brought to you by Kemba. Open a high-interest earning money market account at Kemba Financial Credit Union. And for a limited time, earn up to 5% APY until 2025. That's more than seven times the national average. Average is reported by FDIC. Restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. News is brought to you by Borgata. Check out new <coughs> menu items at Borgata, like their Pasta, shrimp verde, lasagna, chicken cutlet sandwich, and more. Visit them on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So in case you don't know, Don Henley of the Eagles has kind of gotten into a legal battle with an author by the name of Ed Sanders, who he claims stole lyrics that were then sold off to collectors. But as the trial drags on, fireworks seem to be going off inside the courtroom. So Don Henley... Yesterday in court, he was forced to comment. Do you remember his 1980 arrest for delinquency of a minor? He was busted with a 16-year-old. That OD'd, right? That OD'd at his home, and he had to come out and say, hey, listen, I made a poor decision, which I regret to this day. I've had to live with it for 44 years. So Henley admitted that he'd called for the sex worker. Like he's the victim. He (laughs) acted like he was the victim. I've had to live with it. She's dead. Did you see any of this clip, Torg, the video of what she's talking about? He looks old. He looks very old. I guess he is old, though, right? But he was always kind of a handsome guy down here. Yeah. He probably uglied himself up for court, though. To make him look beat down. He wasn't a tie. Pity me. Pity me. Yeah. Yeah, he said he called for the sex worker to cope with the Eagles breakup that year. Uh, before clapping back by saying, I'm still living with it today in this courtroom. Uh, And he also reported he got a little hot under the collar during the trial when defense attorneys played tapes. They say prove that this Ed Sanders didn't steal Henley's lyrics to Hotel California. Uh, But the rocker said, it doesn't matter if I drove a U-Haul truck across country, dumped them at his front door. He had no right to keep uh, keep the lyrics or sell them. Uh, So things are getting pretty heated in the courtroom regarding this. And he got a hooker. And he got and a hooker. And she's dead now. And she's dead. 16 years old. And he's the victim. Yeah. He's always been a Victim of SOB. love, baby. Yeah, victim of love. Has. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he has. Yeah. Didn't you know in Hollywood his, or maybe it was Jackson Brown's Coke dealer? Yeah, Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown's yeah, Coke dealer. Yeah, right. Okay. Gotcha. Him and Daryl, when Jackson was with Daryl, I heard all the stories. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Uh, go back to your school days. Do you remember anything like this? And we'll let you know about it after Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. All right, think about this a minute. And then I'll ask you after I read this story. What did your teacher let you get away with? Whether it was elementary school, high school, what did your teacher let you get away with because a lawsuit in Albuquerque, New Mexico claims a teacher brought swords into a school to have students fight each other in a classroom while she videotaped it. <laughs> actual swords, not like plastic. plastic. No, actual swords. It was a chemistry class and it was May the 2nd, 2022. Attorneys say you could hear the swords clinking all across the halls as students took on one each uh, on each other in the classroom what they did is they moved all the chairs nice the teacher would pick two kids and they would hit each other with swords now the only reason why they found out is a student got a major cut on her wrist and ended up in the emergency room that'll do it not only did the teacher in the school not protect this kid 
the teacher was the one who was filming it all. I think the teacher was doing it for the benefit of the teacher. (laughs) (laughs) The suit says the teacher put on a timer and had them clear the desk, instructed them to take turns. Like, you hit first, you block. You hit second, you block. And then other people started to take pictures in the class. And the teacher is seen in the video laughing and watching the timer and saying, time's up, next two people. Just not a good look. I'm going to guess that was a Friday. Wow. (laughs) And the teacher then told the school board they were discussing the science of metal and melding and answered no when when asked if anyone got hurt. She said, no, no one got hurt. Oh, and one ended up in the ER. Ended up in the ER. Yes. So it was a learning exercise. Yes. We used to have these old uh, hippie teachers that did nothing. It was basically just study hall when you had their class, regardless of the subject. Everybody got A's. They put on a movie every once in a while. And the other teachers were like the polar opposite of that, 180 from that. They were pricks and real sticklers for... But, yeah, we always had a – everybody knew, wanted those classes because they were so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 821-9696 is the phone number, or you can shoot us a text on the Grismer Tire text line at 614-821-9696 of what your teacher let you get away with. We had this guy, Mr. Smalley, and he would bring in – remember when you had to sign out televisions? No. Like, and you would have a sign out. You'd have a TV on a cart – and you'd have to sign it out because the school didn't have a TV for every classroom. So you'd have to sign it out. So what Mr. Smalley would do is he would sign out the TV anytime there was an afternoon baseball game or during the high school, uh, Minnesota high school hockey tournaments, he would sign it out because they were in the day. And then he would position the TV and he would tell the, you have to like fill out a form what, because usually it would be like a, what are you showing the kids? And it would be like Roots or the balloon movie. What was the balloon movie? I don't remember. You don't remember? The the, bo- what was the balloon movie, Christy? Uh, the balloon the movie. Where they follow, yeah, the red balloon yeah, movie. I think it's called the red balloon. Yeah, so yeah. you would sign out the VHS because you want to show the red balloon movie. That would be an example. Or you'd want to watch 321 Contact. Do you know what that show is? No. Yeah, I remember that yeah. well. Yeah. So they'd rent out the TV and then you'd watch 321 sure, Contact. Sure, sure. So he would do that for the TV, but he would watch like twins games or like <laughs> hockey games and he would position like the TV right to him and then he would watch TV and then you would have to study. And that was his thing. So you, if you were kind of sitting in the front row, you could kind of lean and watch the games, but he would just pretty much, if there was any game on, watch TV. And he had to know the students were going to talk, right? I mean, he's not really getting away with anything. Did he ever get reprimanded? He never. No, for that, because or? the entire season he did it. I don't. We were in third grade, and I don't think people were smart enough. Yeah. To do it. Yeah, yeah. Here's Jason on the Grismer Tire text line. Every Friday, we had a teacher that let us make pa- uh, paper airplanes. One side of the class would hit each other with the other side <laughs> and keep going back and forth. Uh, we had some young male teachers that uh, mixed it up with some of the senior girls in high school. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like mixed it up, like well, get it on. there was rumor. I don't know how far it went. And then we had a uh, counselor who uh, most definitely, I think, had uh, spent some time with, a girl I knew, let's just say. 
She thought she was special. Yeah, he drove a Corvette. He was like in his 20s. (laughs) Did you guys ever get to leave school grounds? That was more common in the 70s uh, than you would think. Did you guys ever get the chance to leave school and go get a pack of smokes for your teacher? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speech and debate teacher, Reb, Ralph E. Bender. And you got smokes for him? Oh, yeah. Because Cork and Bottle was right around the corner from the high school, so we could walk there. So he would uh, give us a pass so we could go get a a pack of smokes. (laughs) Wow. Man. 821-9696. Thomas. What's going on, Thomas? Hey, my name's Dave Thomas, by the way. Oh, okay. uh, No relation. Uh, I went to school in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Okay. And uh, we were studying studying the book Lord of the Flies. And our teacher, our English teacher, was big into gambling. And my father raced standard bred racehorses at Windsor Raceway, as well as a couple of other students. So we used to go to his classroom all the time in handicap programs for them, and I never even read the book, Lord of the Flies, but he let us watch the movie before the exam and sat with us and said, remember this, remember that, remember this, remember that. So you aced it. (laughs) No, I didn't ace it. I think I got a B. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Have you been back to Windsor? It's It's kind of a dump now. Now, well, you know what? yeah, it used to be nice. <laughs> Windsor was nice. Oh, it's getting it's getting better. Uh, oh, is it coming back? Is, uh, the Americans coming across the border now? There's so much stuff they have to go through that they used to flood the downtown area. That right, because they could drink. Too many kids. Yeah. 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 They could drink. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks, man. Thomas. Thanks. Appreciate it, Dave. And by the way, Pete from Columbus chimes in on the Grismer Tire text line. Said our law enforcement instructor at Eastland Career Center had a van. Oh, we could put sixteen kids in it once a week. We would pile in his van while we were in school, and we would practice felony traffic stops. He would. I'm uh, sorry. What? He would take us out to lunch, let us smoke, do whatever we want. We piled back in the van at the end of the school day. And then we would go home. It's a big van, 16 people. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is from David. Our gym teacher would let us hold boxing matches in the locker room to settle all disputes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's kind of like the sword fight thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, can you imagine, given the climate today in public schools, what, man, yeah, they Teachers would look back and go, no way. I mean, some of it sounds so outrageous, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. It really does. Let's go to Chad. What's going on, Chad? Hey, Chad. What did your teacher let you do? Hey, uh, so when I was in middle school, I had a uh, we had a uh, a uh, playground bully. So he uh, picked a fight with me, and uh, long story short, uh, I ended up slamming the kid into uh, – into a brick wall and i did this right in front of a teacher and i it's one of those situations where i was like i'm in trouble well apparently this kid was such a bad kid that the teacher looked at the kid looked at me turned around started whistling and walked away like he didn't see a thing i enjoyed the pummeling <laughs> did, you, you dished out nice yeah 
Teachers let kids get away with a lot of stuff back then. I remember I got pants by Jared Moan in front of the girls in, in gym, and the teacher did nothing. Yeah. Like, totally, you know what pants is, right? They take your pants, and you're sitting there in your underwear. Because in gym, the girls, when you were, like, playing sports, the guys would do, like, if you were doing basketball in gym, the girls would stand in a circle in the middle, and the boys would be the ones actually playing. And then maybe every now and then you'd have one girl who would, like, play with you but, like, stand at the three-point line and take the ball and then pass it back to you. For the most part, they would all talk. And so I was, like, at center court, and Jared Moan just pantsed me, and then all the girls laughed, and the teacher laughed too. And, like, I'm in my yeah, tidy yeah. whiteies and my, my t- gym T-shirt. If it smells good, eat it. Now, I guess you could say that we got away with more in the 70s and the 80s. But you could flip that script completely and go, imagine in 1985, you said, you know, in 2024, there's going to be children that are going to be able to get books about the Rainbow Coalition and sex change. And boys, you'll be able to pee in the girls' bathroom. You got to call people pronouns. So in a sense, it's much less. I guess you could look at it either way. Mike from Marengo, Texas, said I had a uh, OWE teacher that let us smoke. OWE and OWA. Yeah, those were two different uh, organizations. Kind of if you didn't know what you were going to do, if you're going to go to trade school, those are the classes that you took in high school. You weren't going to go to college. What is bumbly peg? That's where you'd throw the knife between feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Hoping you didn't stab him. that up last week? Yeah. Okay, I, just, I, yeah. I just didn't remember what right, it was. Uh, right. He said, we played bumbly peg at recess with teachers. Wow. Yeah, it was a different era. There's no doubt about it. I don't know, looking back, if it was better or worse. Probably better, right? Because yeah, you could teach was, whatever you wanted. Yeah. You didn't have state required, you know, as much sure. state. You know, government got involved in teaching. Yeah. And then screwed it all up. Eight two one ninety six ninety six. What did your teacher let you get away with in high school? Here's Robert in Hocking County. Said in high school, our drafting teacher let us listen to QFM ninety six <laughs> while drawing. Drafting. Yes. Yeah, that was a cool class. Turns out to be turned out to be problematic because when we ditched to go to the breakfast club at Bernie's Bagels, he heard us on the radio. So did you guys have a breakfast club at Bernie's that's Bagels? Bur- yeah, that's for my time. Yeah, they, yeah, yep. that, that was uh, be, in the uh, early '80s. That would have been Munch and the crew. Uh, here is one from Kathy or Kurt, excuse me, from Worthington. I had a high school teacher who would dismiss me from class, give me money, let me take her car to McDonald's to buy her breakfast. <laughs> oh, that is great. That is great. Yeah, now nobody can leave the school, right? Uh, is that how it is? I would think it's pretty locked down. God. You just can't be coming and, like coming and going, yeah. We had open lunch, and I can't tell you how many times we would either ditch the next class after lunch or ditch and just not come back. Like, ditch the yeah, rest of the yeah. day. And then what it was is ditching was a detention and then if you ditch twice, it was three. Then if you ditch three times, it was a week. Then it would be you get up to five yeah, per yeah. quarter, and then you'd have ISS. My senior year of high school, I could have graduated at, like, Christmas, but I took, like, a half-credit course. I don't think I did anything from January till graduation other than show up and dick around. That's good. Yeah. 
That senior year when you have the senioritis. Now, that's yeah. a little early for that, given it was January, February. But still, I don't think the last half of anyone's senior year we did anything. Here's Jack at Columbus. When I was a senior in high school, I bought a 12-gauge Remington pump shotgun from my teacher, and I still have it 39 years later. Wow. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's go to Tony. What's up, Tony? Hey, Tony. Tony. Tony is gone. Oh, Tony. My home ec teacher had us come over for <gasps> dinner at her house. It's Glenda. Oh, uh, home ec. Is Glenda the one who wore high that heels? That was a wasted hour. Home ec. Oh, yeah, come on. You learn how to do a fried egg and not break the yolk when you flip yeah. it over. And if you did break the yolk, you failed the class. That teacher was uh, had a dream gig. Yeah. <laughs> real seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Here's how you fry an egg. You're, for your final, you're going to This gonna is how you make snickerdoodles. Yeah. No snickerdoodles. And then when you made your snickerdoodles, that was the best day because then everyone got to eat your cookies. The typing teacher, too. That was pretty damn easy. Chemistry was always cool because you had a Bunsen burner. And no eyebrows when you walk out. Test tubes. Dissecting animals. That was biology, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The dissection. What did you guys dissect? We did frogs. frogs. We did a fetal pig. Really? Yes. That's pretty uh, Yeah. What, did you take advance, Christy? No, that's all. I think they ran out of frogs, (laughs) so they had to come up with something else. And whoever gave us the things to dissect, they said, hey, we got fetal pigs. You want those? Okay. Uh, well, keep them going. Eight two one ninety six ninety six. I see the phone lines going. What did your teacher get you away with? High, way within high school. Your calls next. QFM ninety six. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered in staff for nearly 75 years. SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. we got clouds today, chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high 69. Showers and thunderstorms tonight going to be breezy, a low 64. Showers and thunderstorms again for your Wednesday and a high 60. 54 right now. QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic again. We have this accident blocking Lane Avenue right under 315. Police and crews are currently on the scene, and that's traffic. Read you the story about a Albuquerque, New Mexico teacher who brought swords, like legit metal swords, into class and had students cleared out all the desks, moved them to the side, and then had students on a timer hit each other. And then one kid got cut, went to the emergency room, and now she's in trouble. So we're taking your calls. They're suing the school district, actually. We're taking your calls, 821-9696, and your text at the Grismer Tire text line, 821-9696. And what was that teacher thinking? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Think about that, the liability. What a dummy. Here's Frank and Columbus. My algebra teacher used to let us chew tobacco and spit in the bottle right in front of him. (laughs) He never looked at us strange. <laughs> he must have Ross been. Ross was in that class. He must have chewed himself. <laughs> yes. He gets it. Uh, oh, that's good. That's good. Let's go to Greg. What's up, Greg? Hey, Greg. Hey, hey how you doing, guys? Good. good. <laughs> hey, hey, I went to. Uh, I graduated in '81. Went to Dayton Public Schools, and I had a uh, graphics arts teacher. We had second uh, second period graphic arts class, and three of us in that class worked at Gold Circle. Ah, gold circle. <laughs> and on Fridays, he'd let, he'd let the three of us run down, pick up our paychecks, and then we had to bring back donuts for the, for the <laughs> class. <laughs> and we also had a machine shop teacher. We, actually, our machine shop teacher and our auto shop teachers would let us smoke in the, 
<laughs> smoke back in the back of the classrooms. And well, not long before you went, you could legally or kids were were smoking at high school. You didn't have to hide it at all. Oh, they no, had smoking yeah, areas. My high school yeah, did. Yeah, we had smoking you walk lounge out back between classes and yeah. fire up. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yep. That kind of we just got another text here from Riley. Said we uh, we had a, a bio teacher. That would come in the bathroom and smoke with us. He was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the teachers did smoke with the students. They'd go out because our smoking area was out, was outside. It was and it was like in a corner, and you could walk to the different sides of the building if you walked outside. And, yeah, there was always teachers out there with the students smoking. We had a shop teacher who used to put whiskey in his coffee, and he thought nobody knew, and everybody knew. <laughs> Mr. Trevorrow, uh, metal shop, too. Mr. Ruschall uh, was one of the teachers yeah. that did that for us. Oh, that's great. Let's go to Dave. What's up, Dave? Hello? Hey, go yeah. ahead, man. You're on the air. Yeah, I went to Gahanna in 83, by the way, panties. Panties! A buddy of mine and I became really good friends with our government teacher, and after graduation, we went and worked on his farm for two weeks to raise our grades. <laughs> <laughs> and, he bought, and he bought us beer every night. It was hard-ass work, but it was yeah. worth getting an A. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I worked on a farm in high school as well. Long days. Long days. Yeah. 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 Oh, thanks, yeah, man. Time. Yep. I always like government class. I was always interested Would in that. Would that be class. like C- civics? civics? The civics. civics class? Yeah, government. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. just called government. Yeah. Ter- wow. Terry in Columbus back in 84. I got my. Uh, Woodshop teacher some buds several times. Never Whoa. saw him use it, but I bought him weed. <laughs> wow, that's weird. Now it's good. fashioned a little pipe for a, a grade. Everybody was making pipes in, in shop class. I don't know if I... All right, this one is from Brett in Delaware. In the 70s, especially during deer hunting season, you could walk through the student parking lot and see shotguns and rifles hanging in the back windows of trucks and cars everywhere because you couldn't lock them... Uh, because you couldn't put them in your locker. Sure. Oh, but yeah. we did see I them in that. there from time to time. I believe that. Wow. Times, they have changed. They have. Wow. Let's go to Sheriff Hafey. Sheriff Hafey, what's going on? Hello, hey, Sheriff. Oh, not much, not much. Hey, uh, just to touch on that last thing you just mentioned, back when I was in school, I was in speech class, and one of the students had his dad bring in his shotgun so he could break down or, or give a speech on how to break down, clean it, and put it back together um, in the school. Um, of course, no ammunition or anything like that, but we went to school back in the days when he sold shotguns and rifles in the back windows of the trucks. Um, also, when my wife was growing up, her mom worked at the prison, and so one of her speeches, she brought in shanks and different things from the prison for her for her uh, baby. <laughs> wow <laughs> shank <laughs> yeah. yeah they should uh le- learning how to clean a gun that's a uh, that's a good lesson to know when you're in high school it is yeah yep uh john chimes in one day before school Mrs. Cinco allowed me to bring a dog I found wandering around the schoolyard into class. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that dog was excited, right? I'll bet. Yes. Uh, 
In in high school, my teacher would throw me, and this is from Mike and Pickerington. In high school, my teacher would throw me his keys and say, "Go to the store and grab a six pack of beer and meet me at my house after work." That's yeah, that's trouble. That that is trouble. Did you guys yeah. have an indoor or an outdoor pool? We had an indoor. Yeah, we had indoor as well. We right across the street. Yeah. We didn't have a pool, which is weird. As big as our high school team? was, uh, we did, but they did not practice at the school. Oh. They went to, like, the Y or someplace down the road. This is dangerous. Deed from Asheville, our small engine teacher, would let us smoke pot in the welding area as long as we turned on the exhaust fan. I don't think welding and smoking weed kind of mixed, mm, right? No. Someone's going to lo- lose a digit. Uh, yeah, small engine class. Woo, yeah. All those old lawnmowers sitting in there. You'd, un- you'd get them off and break them down and redo them, build them back up. We did this. I T- enjoyed that class. Terry in Columbus said we made pipes and wood shop every day, and we'd sell them. We would do that too. Yeah, yeah right. well, yeah, that was an easy five. And metal bucks. shop was easy yeah, to make them too. Absolutely, you make like five bucks Get from a guys. Bra- couple brass fittings. Guys would one up each together. other too. You try to one up each other too, like who made the best ones. Yeah, you would get it, put it on the <laughs> lathe and shave it down, uh, drill a hole. <laughs> oh, a lot of guns. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of gun texts in this. Oof, a lot of stuff. Yeah, guns very popular back yeah. in the day. While well, they're more popular now. Heck, there was. I just got an alert. Gun in school in Canal. I think Friday. You get that call. Gun in school. I don't know. I my wife told me it showed up on my screen, and I'm like, I hate when the school calls during the day. I'm not going to answer it. And then my wife said, "There's a gun in the school. Some kid smelled smelled like pot." No incident, but yeah, yeah, you'd be yeah. amazed how many times, and there's parents out there driving, how many times they hear stories how their kid, and they don't even get caught, like so-and-so brought a gun to school today. Wow. So-and-so brought a gun to, you know, yeah. brought a knife to school, yeah, brought this to yeah. school. And I go, so what'd you say? Nothing. He had a gun. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah, it happens. New day. Like, it's it a really new day. Is. It really is. They need to go after the parents like they did that Michigan kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mom and dad found guilty. Yeah, up in Oxford. Yeah, Yeah. like if you bring a gun to school, put the parents away for 20 years, and then you would stop getting guns to school. Yeah. Because then those parents- How is that accessible to your teen? Yeah. Now, if you didn't give it to your kid, now, I get it. But what we were talking about in the seventies, those are all those kids all hunt. Oh, yeah. hunted in the hunting season. That wasn't. There was well, no wasn't there? Sco- there are still school districts around, especially in Muskingum County and others, where the kids get three days off school for hunting, so they can yeah, go out and right, hunt. Right, right. So yeah. God bless. By the way, here's Dave and Sunbury. We had guns in shop class, and then we'd walk them out in the parking lot. Wow. Well. <laughs> That's bizarre, wow, isn't it? Yeah, that is bizarre. I never saw a gun in high school. We And we we would take, uh, everybody would have to take gun safety in high school. You didn't have to, but everybody like would deer hunt. But we never had Monday through Friday like guns in the school or someone walking no, with guns. Right, never. Right. Never had If you that got stuff. caught with pot back then, boy, that was a big, big, you were in big trouble. You'd have to go to rehab. Pot was a yeah. big, big thing. Yeah. My, my buddy Brian Leonida got caught with pot, and his mom sent him to rehab. And my mom said, if you ever smoke pot, I'm sending you to rehab. And, and back then, we thought, like, rehab would actually cure you from smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> right? Go to rehab for pot. Reefer madness, yes. <laughs> ah, that's awful. Uh, we talked to Sleepy Joe next.
Oh, here we go. Love talking to this guy. Fresh off his appearance on Seth Meyers last night. We go to the White House. President of the United States, Joe Biden. Good morning, Aww. sir. Hey, always good to be on with toast and egg whites, man. <laughs> and let's not forget Karen. That, that's Christy, sir. Hey, Christy. I, I've got good news, man. Oh, you do? What's that? Well, so far, I've only tripped four times today. Aww. Four times. That's a new record. Yeah, well, it's it's oh, it's still early in the morning, Mr. President. And speaking of tripping, last week you stumbled climbing up the steps of Air Force One yet again. And ironically, on the lower back steps that were intended to help you prevent from taking a stumble. Can you see why people think you're not up to the task of a second term? Oh, come on, man. Why would you guys just stop bothering me about this nitpicky crap? It wasn't even a full stumble. That was nothing. <laughs> Look, folks, I'm the Robert Faceplant of presidents. Uh, see what I did? Yeah. 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 They told me to throw in a Fred Zeppelin-related joke. <laughs> uh, nice one. Good one, sir. <laughs> but I, I can guarantee you this, folks. I'm a lot tougher than you think, man. I mean, by some doctor's accounts, I've been clinically dead for the last six years. But that hasn't stopped me one bit. And you can take that to the bank, Jack. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, let's, let's move forward. So it, it's 2024. In case you didn't know, uh, and you're losing your very own voters because, according to a new poll conducted uh, for Newsweek, 44% of people who voted for you four years ago think that you are way too old to run for another term. Does that does that worry you at all? Oh, no, not at all, dear. Because I know for a fact that 36% of those people who voted for me last time are super old bastards, probably aren't going to even make it till November anyway. And and if I did my math correct, those dead guys and gals' grandkids should all be just old enough to vote. So problems. Okay, oh, all right. Gotcha. Uh, Good math there. Yes. Next. I'm still cognitive with the thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. President, next question. Now, your dog, Commander, has been removed from the White House for bad behavior. A lot of biting incidents, 24 bites against Secret Service agents alone. Well, if he bites you once, shame on you. But if he bites you 24 times, shame on uh, uh, Corn Pop. (laughs) (laughs) Some say that Commander's the worst presidential pet in American history. Your reaction? Oh, for crying out loud, man. This is the kind of thing that just gets me steamed. Yeah. And, and as far as my sweet little doggy Cujo, the commander goes, <laughs> that, that's just not true. It's simply not true. I, I wasn't out there doing that. That's nothing more than a load of malarkey. Uh, what do you mean? Well, look, folks, I love my boy commander. He, he's the smartest boy I know. He loves on everyone. He licks them, and he doesn't smoke crack. Doesn't do it. Ever. Naked, humping stripper legs. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, switching topics. <laughs> yeah, California please. Governor Gavin Newsom says your age is an asset. It's good and that you should debate Donald Trump. What do you think? Well, with all due respect to the former captain of the love boat. No, no, there, no, no. That's that's Gavin McLeod. That's exactly right. Uh, look, I, know, I <laughs> wow. know he means well, whatever, whatever he means by that. But I'm not sure that's a great idea going, hey, let's get the mushmouth guy who has trouble speaking at his own press conferences, we'll, we'll have him go out on live television and get insulted by his arch enemy for an hour and try not to flip the hell out. Are you, are you sure old granite there is on my side, pal? <laughs> well, all right, so uh. we actually brought this up yesterday. So there is an upcoming book about your wife's role as the first lady. And you've joked to Aid saying that good sex is the key to a lasting happy marriage. 
Would you care to comment about that right now, Mr. President? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm always kidding around about that, but it's, it's, it's really true, honey. My wife and I have a very healthy sex oh. life, man. And I don't want to brag or anything, but I probably probably fall asleep on top of Jilly like three or four nights Ooh. a week. Jay. Oh, President, Mr. President, I think we can leave out the details there. No, no, really, I'll tell you, with sex at 81, you have to be careful. That, that, that's why I don't take any chances, man. I always put the guardrails on the bed up, <laughs> and before I get started, I always make sure to have my bicycle helmet. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Mr. President. Uh, I like to tell people all the time, sex in your 80s is like taking an Amtrak train. It's definitely going to take you a little while to climb on, and every now and then you'll end up wandering into the caboose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> QFN Mighty 6 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Accident cleared 315 South right at Lane Avenue, but traffic is heavy right there from the hospital curve. Open a high interest earning money market account at Kemba Financial Credit Union and for a limited time, earn up to 5% APY until 2025. That's more than seven times the national average. Average is reported by the FDIC. Restrictions apply federally insured by NCUA. News brought to you by Borgata. Check out new menu items at Borgata like pasta shrimp verde, Lasagna, chicken cutlet sandwich, and so much more. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So first, it was ABBA. Then it was KISS. Mercury Songs Limited, which owns Freddie Mercury's music catalog. Okay. They have filed for a 3D and virtual reality trademark on the late singer's behalf, which means a Freddie Mercury avatar could be coming to a stage near you. But... Bandmate Sir Brian May recently confirmed the band has no interest in being fully virtual. We love to be live and dangerous. Uh, while we're here, I want to play live. I don't want to be an avatar. So not sure what's going to come of that. And not sure if this is actually going to be on an episode of Storage Wars or not, but Dallas Cowboys. Is that still on? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys defensive end. Is his name Maisie Smith? I don't know. Okay. He recently he just finished up his rookie year with the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. So Maisie recently had a storage unit auctioned off without his knowledge, and all the stuff that was in it now belongs to someone else. Gotta pay the bills, Slappy. So there's a guy on TikTok, his name is Vincent Broadway. He says he bought the locker for eighteen hundred bucks. And what did he find inside? About twenty K worth of sneakers, a Michigan Wolverines playbook. Some of Smith's closing, <laughs> a Lego ahead, collection, a Louis Vuitton toiletry bag, a pair of $10,000 solid gold sunglasses and more. So in a statement, it said that Smith has been in constant motion since being drafted with moving and, of course, changing banks. So this storage facility obviously fell through the cracks. And he wants his possessions back, and he wants them right now with hopes that the individual in possession of the stuff will cooperate so everything can be returned in a speedy manner. I don't know if he's got a case or not if you didn't pay never, the bill. Never had a storage space. Have you talk, rented no. one of those? Yeah, I could no. use one, but I've never had one. That's good money if you own that facility. Yeah. And, you know, here locally, uh, there are they do stuff Storage Wars like. I've known a few people well, I've, that I've have— done, I've done it. Gone there. You've gone to storage uh, auctions? Yeah, it's just— the show has made it so popular that 
you have no shot. It's yeah. like the well, big guys everything's are taking stuffed all the in money. those lockers. These, if you do it here, you are going to get like an end table that has cigarette burn stains on them or whatever. Yeah, I mean they're going big money yeah, now. Yeah, people you know? generally put their junk in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. If, if it's any type of boxes, people go like four grand, and you're like, what? There's nothing in there. Right. But it's it's like what it's American the the Pickers hunt. did to all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All the signage. Uh, there's a country, two countries in Europe that is banning this breed of dog, and it's everywhere. We'll tell you what it is after sticks. Go inside with Nip, and I want to know if that's real. Scotty doesn't know. Oh, Scotty doesn't know. I didn't shoplift. Hello, Jerry. Good Elliot. All right, guys and gals, get ready for Martha on the main stage. Big girls don't cry. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Sorry, Daddy just lost his mind. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Yes, good morning. Good morning. We're going to storm the court today, you and I, Torg. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd be too slow. The players would be already off <laughs> by the time I get down there. Holding this guardrail, make sure I get down safely yes. and not trip. And before you get to your story, I got to ask, I was coming in this morning, what is up with all these Korean chicken places? Have you seen them? Have you tried it? No. They look good and they sound good, but I have yet to go. But there's three of them up here now. You know where you get your hair cut on the corner? Big brand new one right next door to it. Oh, I thought that was Dave's. Uh, no, Dave. no, no. It's Korean chicken. Oh. So I don't know if it's the spices or the way they do it, but I am intrigued because they're popping up everywhere now. Hmm. Korean Yeah, I thought it was the chicken. Dave's takeover chicken. Maybe I'm not picking Hot no, chicken right takeover? Next to your haircut place. It's a Korean. Oh. I yeah, it's, it's packed. CM. I was up there Friday night yeah. at Yogi's, and yes. that place was packed, the chicken place. And this was like at night. Yeah, yeah. It was packed. There's two of them on Bethel now. Wow. We gotta, I got to try that and get back to y'all. Next endorsement deal, Jerry. Korean, Korean chicken. chicken. Yes. Uh, you know what I say? If you give the government too much power, they'll start doing just different things. Do you see this story in England? This is a true story. They are trying to. Do you know what an XL bully is? The breed. No, it no. is a basically a pit bull. It's a pit bull breeded with another dog, and it's just. If you looked at it, it's like the pit bull, but it's a little shorter. It's like a mix between a bulldog and a pit bull, kinda. Google. Google XL Bully. Okay. All right. Here's the story, What it, how it reads. At least 38,000 XL Bullies are still on Britain Street after the breed was banned. The figure is nearly four times more than the government officials thought even existed. Banded breed registers show that 38,428 were granted exemptions to avoid being put down February 1st. So basically what they did in England and Wales is they said, you have to get an exemption if you own these dogs. And if you don't get an exemption, it would be like a license. We will put your dog down. We will get your dog, find it, and put it down. This is a true story. They have an example of the certificate uh, in the story. 
They claim that this dog, the government claims, that there are 24 deaths by this breed since 2021. And the UK government had a campaign along with Bullwatch UK. And they started a kind of a propaganda campaign. And then the government came out and said, all right, we're going to ban this breed unless you have this exemption. And now they think as many as 50,000 based on supply uh, information supplied by veterinarian practices. And now the soccer. They look the f- strong, Tor. Yeah. Wow. The American Bully XL. Yeah. And it does. Man, you can the see. The male is really big. The females look mean as hell. Now, the, Man, look how it's bulky. popular because all the football players own these dogs. And oh, they're wow. getting, uh, I don't know if you know who Raheem Sterling is. He's one of the better plays over there. Okay. He was among those who have been targeted for raids. So they will like the government, and I'm not making this up. I'm reading word for word here. The government will target your home if they find out you have this dog and not an exemption, and then raid your home, take your dog, and put it down. That's, and the dog probably goes nuts when they get on your property. So to put it down, you know what I mean? That's their excuse. Well, they're taking it away from owners. You're an owner. Yeah, you could own right. a bully, right? So and it doesn't matter you if your dog has attacked XL anybody or not. They're gonna if you have it, they're gonna come take it. I can it. report you. Right. They will come to your home, and unless you have papers, they're gonna seize that dog, and they're gonna take. Uh, you're gonna be taken to court and have their pet seized. That is unbelievable. Look at that dog. And it started wow, December yeah. 31st. Yeah, but look at that they dog. Look real, boy, they're cute as puppies. And you got to make sure they're microchipped as well, neutered and muzzled, and kept on a lead in public. So if you have this dog, they have to be microchipped, neutered, and muzzled. And, by the way, Scotland has announced it will attempt to put the similar band in place January 31st. Northern Ireland is also expected to make a decision on the breed. That's how long, so if how long until it comes to the States? If you're a soccer, you're an athlete over there, and it's kind of the trend is to own these dogs, right? They're not born as puppies. They're not inherently mean, right? They're not I don't know about pit bulls or well, they're kind are of they pit, as the temperament? No, I looked online. They're a pit bull breed, like a kind of a one-off of a pit bull. Well, they got a bu- uh, like bulldog I'm, face. Yeah, well, if you go to Wikipedia, they... But yeah, the stockiness is definitely pit bull. I don't know what, what is they it? call that what American terrier. And why do people want dogs like that? Wasn't that the well, uh, Michael are... Vick type stuff? Why were these those pit bulls and then badass dogs for badass well, owner? I have that around. You it, got kids in that. In the article, they say the athletes use them for guard dogs and stuff, so yes. people don't break into their houses. Yeah, you got that in your. I may get one of these. Keep all the riffraff out of my. Palace. <laughs> yeah, they call it the American Bully. So they say that they breed. XL, yeah. The bloodline mixes breeds with American Bulldog, English Bulldog. So nothing about pit bulls, but there's got to be a pit bull in there because doesn't it look like a pit bull too? No, like the it body? looks like a bulldog to me. No, but it's the bigger body, than a bulldog. The, the body, like the shape look Wikipedia, looks more the like are an American Terrier. Yes, they actually have longer legs. Yeah, so they had to mate with someone to get it. Get a call here. Let's just take it blind. Torgan Elliott, go ahead. Keep don't swear. Hey, good morning. Good morning. You were talking about the Korean chicken places. Oh no no oh, no, no, no no no. Never mind. That's no. we're talking bulldogs, yeah, bulldogs now. now. Yeah, I appreciate the text the call. on the Grismer text line <laughs> for the Korean 
chicken. My fault. That's on so Torg. Starts Torg with the chicken, one. ends the with dogs. Ex- yeah, look at they're all muzzled. All these photos, a lot of them. What would would anyone? Uh, by the way, um, Turkey does it the same way. You can't own these dogs in Turkey. Does anyone call us eight two one ninety six ninety six? If you know of this dog or own, they cost this between dog. five and ten grand. Okay, so it's they say it's associated with Jerry in the bottom of the page here. Pit bulls, boxers, pit bulls and boxers, and then breeding with different types of bulldogs. And there's different type of, you have the standard, the pocket, the XL, and the classic. So the pocket's really, really small. The XL is yeah, kind of, yes. That. I see that. XL's get up to 130 pounds. The XL is uh, an impressive uh, breed. Jesus. Upwards of 130 breed. pounds when fully well, grown. Well, I mean, I got a purebreded, parents are from Germany, German Shepherd for the guard dog. Like I now, he'll probably chew your tires. He's Does just that a puppy. make it more? I don't know. German Shepherdish. I guess it came say, from Germany. I guess breeders say that, but they could be lying. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they right. say that, but I mean, what do yeah. I know? Yeah. I mean, but he's a big boy. Like I found out last week when I said he was like close to 100 pounds that that's actually a little overweight. But his dad was like 110. But he's a big, he's just a humongous dog. But I got him to be a guard dog. Male or female? Male. Male. And we train him too. Yep. They say any of these American bullies excess. But I don't know, does anyone have, I've seen these dogs before. I've never seen one in the wild. No, 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 I've seen like people having these dogs. Oh, I haven't. Boy, they're muscular, I've seen people walking their dogs and they've got the muzzle on them, which is smart. But if you don't know a dog, you shouldn't come up on a dog anyway. No, you shouldn't. Here's Cheryl. Go ahead, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So our dog, um, the vet thinks that they were trying to breed a pocket pity. She's um, the pit bulls are actually American Staffordshire Terrier or English Staffordshire Terrier. So that she's both of those. She's American and English Bulldog and French Bulldog. And is so she is she big? She is big in that she's about 50 pounds but she is only about i would say at the top of her ears because <laughs> her ears are huge uh the top of her ears maybe two and a half feet tall but she is built like a brick you know what yeah, yeah right you look yeah. at the chest on them it's amazing yeah, yeah. looks like arnold <laughs> Yeah, my son calls her ham. You can bake her like an Easter ham. Or she'll <laughs> Thanks for the call. Thick like that. Yeah. I think Jerry with the pit bulls, and this is just my opinion. I think it's the owner. Like if you have an owner and they're mean to the dog, I think the dog's mean. Like my, I spent so much dog with uh, time with my German Shepherd and love on him. I don't think there could be a mean bone in his body, even though he looks huge. I mean, he gets so much love from me. Well, he'd get mean if somebody. Came in your house. Yes, yes. Yeah. But he really is just a lovey. So I think it's just how you treat your dog. Yep, yep. If you're behave like I've had rescues before that were treated poorly, and then when I get them, they have prey drive, and no matter what I did, I couldn't get that out of my dog. Like I would get trainers to come, and they're rescues, and they're just so screwed up from the previous owners, you just try your best, yeah, yeah. and it's just... They're nice to you, but not nice to people. I had a friend uh, for years. He was into Dobermans, and it was intimidating when you were over at his house. It was intimidating. That Those dogs, man, you want to talk alpha. Yeah. Wow. 
They were the 80s dogs, the mean dogs in the 80s. Yeah, we'd be right? uh, partying, and then these Dobermans would be around, and you had to watch it. Yeah. They're big, big, intimidating animals. Pit bulls are the meanest, though, right? You think? Intimidating dogs? I don't dogs. know. I don't know the pecking order there. Or yeah. it'd be shepherds sure. or... I don't know. Big dogs. Yeah. They crap human. That's the thing. <laughs> Picking up the poop, they're crap. My dog craps human. See, I'd rather big crap because then it's easier to pick up. Yeah, true. You can see it. Tiny crap. All those little tiny craps. Yeah. And by the way, the you're getting reviews, Jerry, on the chicken on the Grismer tire check Okay. Line. What do they say? Korean tech, check it out. Check it say out. Say it's fantastic. Huh? And speaking of fantastic, Michael Evans comes your way next. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Hey, good morning, Christy. Good morning, Elliot, and good morning, Torg. So I've been getting emails from our listeners saying, don't call him Torg, he's not a five-year-old. Okay, sorry, Torg. My mistake, I know, but, you know, we've been good enough friends. Torgy has always been good enough, but uh, I want to make the listeners happy. So, I know you like the gossip, but today's one of those days we got to share some show business. Business. 90% of the actors you see in movies and television shows are getting paid 40% less than they were for the same gigs 10 years ago. Not good. Late Friday, very quietly, Warner Brothers stocks dropped dramatically. So did their earnings. An hour later, Paramount Studios' credit rating took a hit. Earnings down. Enough bad news. How about some good news? And I do have some today. Um, Good television news. So The Office had nine seasons. Great run on NBC. Then they had a great run on Netflix. And now they are streaming on Paramount+. And every week in the top ten most streamed shows on Paramount+, The Office is right there in the top ten. People, I guess, either like it that much or they never saw it or something, but good for them. Paramount Plus has also formally given the Frasier reboot series a second season. To be honest, I didn't care much for the first season, but hey, that's just me. And uh, HBO has renewed uh, True Detective. No surprise there. It is the best. But I say the best for last, guys. Check it out. Kevin Costner left Yellowstone to make what he said would be his dream, a four-part Four full movies, four full features, the American saga, Horizon. This would be four movies and a true look at America after the Civil War. Part one is two hours, 22 minutes. It'll be released only in theaters June 26th. The second part is due for release August 28th. The last two parts won't be released till sometime next year. And 50 big stars have already signed up to be a part of what is going to be just a classic Horizon American Saga. Hey, have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mike Evans, see ya. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staffed for nearly 75 years, searsheatingandcooling.com. Clouds today, chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 69. Showers and thunderstorms tonight going to be breezy, a low 64, and showers and storms again for your Wednesday and a high 60. It is 55 right now. So, yeah, it's not even the end of February. We're experiencing the same weather we usually get in, I don't know, late March, early April. And because of the potential of some strong storms today, high winds and some hail, AEP is preparing crews just in case the weather uh, does happen to go sideways. Again, the storms today could be severe depending on where you are. Winds are gusty and isolated pockets of moderate to large hail. So before severe weather, always have a safety plan and a prep a severe weather kit as well. Well, the Supreme Court heard arguments yesterday regarding laws in Florida and Texas 
which aimed to regulate how social media companies moderate content. And the justices seemed a little skeptical about states prohibiting platforms from limiting these considered problematic users. But they also expressed concerns about the power and possible overreach of big tech. So for SCOTUS, it comes down to whether the laws contribute to, uh, constitute rather censorship. Biden administration opposing the laws, Trump supporting them, the justices have not yet ruled on social media regulation and immunity when it comes to liability. Did you hear the law that's in front of DeSantis's desk? He would be one of eight states who do this, that you can't pass anyone in the right-hand lane. So an example would be, let's say someone's going super slow in the left-handed lane. They could fine you up to $159 if you got in the right lane so and So if that person them. doesn't move over in the technical yes. passing lane and you say, screw this, yes. I'm going to go pass on the right, they will fine you. States are saying that it's causing too many accidents when you approach someone on their blind spot. There's eight states. It's not just Florida. And I don't know if DeSantis will sign it or not, but I saw it over the weekend. What they should do is find the person going going slow slow in in the the left lane. Thank you. That will solve the problem. Right. Get out. going slow in the left lane. If you're not passing anyone in the passing lane, get the hell over. But instead, they're handling it poorly. And they say if you're you and I think there's a neighboring state, it might be Indiana that does this. But if you're from a neighboring state and you don't know the rules, it doesn't matter. You're still going to get the fine. I always thought it was uh, against the law to pass on the right. It, it, you always pass it, on no, the No, only left. on in It's not eight, against the law. States. You're not supposed to pass on the it's right. It's bad yeah. etiquette. Yeah. Okay, yes. Bad but bad now etiquette. it's law right, right. in certain states. But my point would be get the hell over. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We should find those people. And then maybe the they stop that Joel, That's been forever. I know. Has going been. slow in the fast They just lane. park. Yeah. They, you know, they're not even paying attention. And you know what Whatever. else is stupid? Is it 670 North with the HOV lane where you can only use in certain hours? Who is the dummy who thought up that rule? You can't. It's a lane and you can't. You can only drive in it four hours a day. What a stupid rule. And a lot of times it's not even on. I, dr- I Yeah, it's only on four hours a day. I drove on it. I was on this weekend. I don't care. You got a whole lane here and you can't drive on it. That's just so stupid. What is that? Call- well, help me out here. So I haven't seen this. So it's your first, it's a three lane. Over to the left. State, right? Yeah, yeah. 670. Yep. So how many lanes are we talking? Four or three? Three or four. I don't know. Three or four. So and it's then there's the far one lane. Left or yeah, far left. the inside right. Far left and you can only drive from like 3 p.m. to 7 or something like that. I don't even know the hours. During rush hour. No, yeah. And to then ease it has the congestion. A light. It has a light on it. And has above arrows. it'll have a red. It'll say red, and all the other ones will be green. And you're not supposed to drive in it. Unless it's between unless the Unless it's green, like three and seven hour. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's so stupid, it's there. Why can't you drive in it? Do people respect that, yes. or does everyone just drive nope. in it? No, everybody was respecting it. I didn't respect it. I okay. don't respect it. I think it's stupid. Like, okay. tell me why. Like, I wonder if you, you did that and you don't respect it if you get pulled over for it. Uh, yeah, you do get pulled over for it. Is it like the carpool thing out in Arizona, California? The carpool lane that you got to have, have a passenger? No, I, you don't know. That's the HOV lane. And I know what that is. Yes, yeah. right. You have to have two people. What does HOV stand for? I don't know. Oh. No, I don't know. I just know but it's, it's the But it's the HOV lane? Well, that's what they called it in Arizona. Okay. Where you would have, they would get dummies and put them in the front right. seat Well, and stuff. that's the carpool lane. Yeah, the yeah, carpool lane, right, HOV right. lane, they call it in Arizona. It's called the high occupancy vehicle lane, HOV, high okay, occupancy vehicle. that's what we have here vehicle. now on 270? No, that's just a lane that's only open for certain hours. 
and I don't even know why they do okay, it. Okay, it's not an occupancy. And it's been there for quite a few years. It has. It has been a couple years. Maybe uh, someone could hit the Grizzly text line it's and help real, us. It's right around uh, the airport. But, do, yeah, do you know the reasoning behind it, though? Like, what would be a logical reason to have a lane of a highway and say you can only drive in at four days? What good does that do? Well, it cuts down on the congestion during the high traffic volume times, which is during rush okay, hour. Okay, that's fine. But why can't I drive in it during any other time? Because it, the traffic isn't that uh, heavy during other other times when you're driving at three o'clock in the afternoon 2 30 doesn't matter doesn't matter do you really need that much space to go 85 miles an hour to bypass everybody yeah yeah well need for speed going slow in the left-hand lane in those three lanes and i need to pass yeah i'm gonna use the lane you've got three other lanes that you can use besides those lanes those lanes are specifically for rush hour when traffic is stop and go but why you're still not giving me the reason why I always love. We can't use it outside of because they say so. Because the government says we can't. Yeah, (laughs) that's why. Here's Dave on the text line. Torg, you're right. The lane is stupid. Well, it's stupid. Well, yeah, sure. There's. uh, I always love the guy that acts like he's the cop of the world. He's in the far left lane and he's doing exactly the speed limit. No, it's a passing lane, doofus. Yeah, get over. But he's gonna keep everyone in check behind him. By the way, an update they say, plus, they lower the speed limit to 55 when the lane is open. So you actually make it slower when the lane's open. They drop the yeah. speed limit? I haven't seen that. Jesus who, who came up with this rule? It can't be Crooked hmm. Mike, is it? And it's got to be open in the morning. If it's 3 to 7 in the afternoon, it's got to be open like 6 to 10 yeah, in maybe. the morning. I, I, I could be wrong with the hours. I'm just saying it's certain times. Right, right. I could be completely wrong with well, the it hours. it would make sense. Morning and afternoon yeah. rush hour, right? Yeah. Uh, Alicia chimes in from Columbus. There's no reason. The lane is empty all the time. There's def- no reason. I wonder what kind of ticket that is if you're blasting through that. Dan G, I don't know the reason, but they got awards for that crap lane on 670. They, they got, got awards. awards. <laughs> yeah, maybe from uh, that would be ODOT, right? I guess all. Oh. Yes, because it's the signs over top. Yes. They can explain in. it. Taxpayers paid for it. Well, yeah. Yeah, sure they did. <laughs> is uh, the six, Another one is the 670 lane... The breakdown lane during non-rush hour. Is it the breakdown lane? I don't know because they do have shoulders on that road. So I don't think it's the breakdown lane. I wouldn't stop in the lane. I wouldn't either. You'd pull off. Yeah. And the breakdown lane's always to the right, not in the middle of the highway. I'm not sure. Huh. Hmm. QFM 96 Kemba. Speaking of traffic, Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. So this accident's all cleared. Uh, Burma 70 West right after 33. Looking good. Also that earlier issue 315 South at Lane Avenue. That has been cleared. Traffic is still heavy right there at the hospital curve. It's all brought to you by the original Mattress Factory. Their mission is simple. They hand build high quality mattresses in their local factory and they sell those mattresses directly to their customers so they can eliminate the middleman. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Here we go. Five audio cuts heading your way. Cut number one, Dr. Phil took on Whoopi and the Uh-oh. View cast. Uh-oh. Remember, we know a lot of folks who died during this. So it wasn't people weren't laying uh, around eating children. bond. But, well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the 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 places that they could be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group 
they were the less vulnerable group and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion, that's a fact. Oh, I'm surprised the crowd applauded that. I am too, actually. I thought yes, there might be booze. Right. Yeah. Also took him to task on his uh, comments about the border, too. All right, clip number two. Uh, Jay Billis shared it with uh, ESPN, his idea on how to stop all this court storming that's been apparently going on. But you don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just, just say you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Arrest them. Arrest them. I've never stormed a field of any sort. I haven't either. Football, basketball, court. Yeah. It's a young man's game. It kind of sort of is. Yeah, you are you're not correct. doing that. You are yeah, correct. Arrest everybody. <laughs> what was it, Ellis. a Duke player that got, he said his, his ankle. ankle. Yeah. Yes. And then the incident here with Caitlin Clark. Yeah. And, right. Cut number three, Childress Racing's Andy Petrie was on the Dale Jr. podcast talking about the Dale Earnhardt-Jeff Gordon rivalry not being what you thought. We shared a lot of things back then. As a matter of fact, we were really almost like teammates. People didn't know that. Even during the, all of that rivalry period, all three years, 93, 94, 95, Ray and I talked every Monday morning, and he and we, I would do the post, no kidding. post notes for my race that weekend. Holy I told him everything cow. we had in the car. He told me everything. Everything? Had everything. We shared everything. Nobody knew that. Now Richard, I'm going to have to get a lie detector. But Rich, but I'll go talk to Ray. Oh, to wow. Ray. Go, okay, go, wow. Back it up now. I think if Rick Hendrick and Richard Childress had known this, it'd probably fire both of them. Wow. We had the, we had radios, channels. We had our own channel. We talked during the race. We talked during the race. Dale Jr., Jeff Gordon, better career. Jeff, Jeff Gordon. Gordon, right? Jeff Gordon yes. won championships. Right, right. A lot of them. Yeah, tons of them. But Jeff Gordon or Dale Earnhardt would be the question. The Dale Earnhardt yeah. Senior? Oh, that's not close. That's Dale. How many did you do your next one? I'll find out how many won. All right. Won. Clip number four. Erin Andrews, she does a podcast with fellow broadcaster Carissa Thompson, a couple of babes there, right? It's called Calm Down. And a fan emailed in and asked, Erin, have you ever cried at work? I was an intern. No, I wasn't an intern. I was working kind of freelance for an Orlando station and they wanted sound Orlando. from the Bucks locker room. And a particular player was so nasty to me. Mm. Um, he physically turned his back away from me in the middle of his scrum. He also told me to go back, rehearse my question and come back when I was ready. I was mortified. Stop. I was 19, 20 years old. Um, I had practiced. I did slip up a little bit. I like stumbled. He knew it. He knew I was young. I instantly oh. started having tears come down my face and two players in particular, Derek Brooks and John Lynch saw it, pulled me over and said, what do you need? How about that? Wow. A couple of players came to her rescue. What do you need, yeah. young Aaron? There you go. Of course, she was a 20-year-old hot Aaron Andrew <laughs> in the locker room, no less. I bet they were nice to her. Yeah. <laughs> I can't find how many Daytonas Jeff Gordon won. Did he not win a Daytona? Uh, I don't know, but I just think legend-wise, yeah. Dale bigger than Jeff Gordon. I would think so. And Patty bigger than Dale. Yes.
Boy, it's hard to. Uh, Richard Petty's still a cool guy, and he's got to be 80, right? He is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's tough. I think Jeff Gordon won four, maybe. He ruled for quite a few years. Well, there, cut number yeah. five. Seth Meyers interviews President Biden, and uh, Seth asked Biden if he's working with Taylor Swift. Now, can you, I have you on the hotspot here. Can you confirm or deny that there is an active conspiracy between you and Miss Swift? Where are you getting this information? <laughs> it's classified. It's classified information? It's classified you won't information. share it with us? I'm not gonna, but I will tell you, she did endorse me in 2020. She did? <laughs> I bet you, you might be wondering. You might be wondering. You think it might come around again? I told you it's classified. <laughs> oh, wow. a hilarious president of ours. But don't bump the softballs. Ba-da-boom. Yeah. Yes, right. And that is your hot five. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic uh, had an earlier accident. The right berm, 70 West, right after 33. That has already been clear. They made quick work of that. Everything else is looking good, accident-free. And it's brought to you by Kemba, uh, where you can earn a high-interest-earning money market account at Kemba Financial Credit Union. And for a limited time, earn up to 5% APY until 2025. That's more than seven times the national average. Average, as reported by the FDIC, restrictions apply, federally insured by the NCUA. Uh, news is brought to you by Borgata. Check out new menu items at Borgata. Their pasta, shrimp, verde, their lasagna, their chicken cutlet sandwich, and more. You can visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Krispy Kreme fans celebrate. You know, we got a leap year because we do have February 29th on this Thursday. So on that day, they're offering a special promo where customers can get a dozen original glazed donuts for just $2.29 with the purchase of any regularly priced dozen on Leap Day. Customers with a Leap Day birthday... Do you know anybody who has a leap day birthday? I do not. Yeah, my cousin Jody. Really? Your cousin Jody was born on the 29th? Yep. Mm. They're also eligible for a free dozen or original glazed donuts, but they all they have to do is show their ID, proving that they are a leap day baby. Krispy Kreme sees the extra day in the year as an opportunity to treat its fans to something extra sweet. And definitely a creepy thing to add to your rock and roll collection, but it just might be the Holy Grail. A bullet fired from the gun that killed John Lennon is up oh, for auction. Sick. Now, get this. The, the whole story behind how this came to be, kind of interesting. So the bullet actually became a gift of an apology from the NYPD to a British policeman. So his name is uh, Superintendent Brian William Taylor, and he was here in the States on a trip with school kids back in 1984, and they decided to pay a visit to the New York City Police Department. Well, the group got cut up, uh, caught up in a, in a shooting, okay? Uh, everyone was fine, but he later received the gift as an apology. Sorry about your visit to New York and you guys get shot at. So the NYPD had an idea for the Beatles fan. They took him to a nearby museum, and they gave him the chance to actually hold... And shoot the gun used to assassinate John Lennon. He was given the bullet and cartridge as a gift. So now, fast forward 40 years, the guy died. The same bullet and cartridge mounted and framed with a photograph of the late policeman set to be auctioned off. And the auction itself is set for this Thursday. I bet you Zach Baggins gets it. It's an odd curiosity piece, isn't it? Yeah, he's got all... The Zach Baggins Museum, he has, like, rope that strangled a girl and... Anything that's yeah. macabre. Yeah, Anything right, macabre, right. obviously. But yeah. this is this is pretty macabre. Yeah. But the guy who got it is... like yeah. something Dave Man would buy. <laughs> He's dark. <laughs>
<laughs> I worry about him. My Dave man. We talked to Sleepy Joe after Motley Crue. Please join us at Leon's Live in Marysville Thursday, March the 7th. We're going to crown a QFM 96 house band winner. Love it. They're going to play all our events. They're going to have their own fan page, promotional page, get 1500 bucks for music around. I mean, it really does change your life as a band. Cranked up by One Opportunity Records, Music Around, Dream Seat, your total ticket source. We'll have giveaways. Christy is your host. Yeah, we have an easy night, Torg. We do. Kemper gets up there, struts her stuff. Because I get out of... more than anybody to go see live music here in Central Ohio, and I know the band, so. Yeah, yeah Torg and I sense. just have a couple beers. We don't even have to judge anymore after the debacle that was year one. Yeah, we don't judge. We took too much heat that year. Like, like we, it was like our sole decision, which it wasn't. It was never our decision. No. It the internet thinks it was. It was but, by committee. Yes, and that's called our boss. And then they said, yeah, maybe you guys should just kind of hang out. And- well, we did say something to them, though, is people actually think we're deciding, and then people get mad at us. And we're not even deciding. If you're going to get mad at it's us, not at the least. It's Elliott band. Yeah, it's the at least QFM let us. 96. Yeah, let us make the decision. If you say, hey, these are our judges, actually let us judge. Yeah, well, we had a say. We got to at least pitch in our yeah, thoughts. Yeah, but it, but they it didn't, didn't care. Matter. Bottom, bottom end, line. It didn't matter, right? Yeah. It's so like the it, male guy telling the CEO what he easy, thinks. It's an easy night. It's a lot it of is. fun. And they it have really the. Is. Christy, I assume they still have the self serve. Bar upstairs? Uh, yes, and we'll we'll find out if the, well, I'm sure the upstairs will be open, and they will have the self-serve. There's also a little self-serve in the downtown, uh, downtown. Oh, is there one down there as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. So all the info, go to QFM96.com. There you go. All right, let's do a little after here. 27 after. Here is uh, comedian Nate Margetsy. Look, if you're a newlywed, you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. You're right. It doesn't. This is a double-digit married fight. <laughs> This is when you've already done all the dish fighting or the putting your clothes away fighting. This is when they're trying to mentally break you. Uh, They got you almost how they want you, and this is the one that sends it over the edge. So my wife, she wanted to go visit her parents one weekend, and her her parents are divorced, and which has been hardest on me, to be honest. That's something people don't talk about, you know? When you marry into divorce, I mean, they divorced because of her, not me, so why do I have to go to 50 different houses? She wanted to go visit her parents and shit, I want to do it in one fell swoop. Now, I've never heard my wife say the phrase one fell swoop. We've been together 20 years, she's never said it. And it felt like someone that day told her, hey, you should, you should start using one fell swoop more. And she goes, I'm about to call my husband. It goes, perfect, use it 40 to 50 times on him. So she calls me and she goes, I want to go visit my parents and I want to do it in one fell swoop. And I go, all right, let's do it in one fell swoop. She goes, I want to do it in one fell swoop. I go, let's do it in one fell swoop, you know? Let's swoop it up, I'm down. And she kept saying it, one fell swoop, one fell swoop, I mean, over and over again. And then when she went to describe this one fell swoop trip, she goes, she goes, we'll go to my mom's, come home, then go to my dad's. And so I just like waited and she didn't say anything. And I just go, that's not what one fell swoop means. (laughs) And instead of possibly just being wrong, she goes, I I know what one fell swoop means. I go, yeah, it doesn't sound like you do, all right? And we have the same last name. I can't have you out there in a one fell swoop conversation. (laughs) She hangs up on me. So I get home 
And you know when you walk home and you've been in a fight and you're like, all right, how long is this fight? Is it happening still? Is it over? I don't know. I got to fill it out, you know? She never uses words like sorry. I'd, I'd love to hear that. Now, that's a word she definitely doesn't know what it means. And I say it all the time. I walk around the house with just a sack of sorries, just handing them out all day. I try to give her some. I'm like, would you like to carry some of these? She's like, I don't have pockets, so I'm good. Uh, 